Live from Area 51, inside that alien room where Brent Spiner was choked to death, but not before the alien used him as a human Morse code machine in beautiful downtown Auburn, California. It's microphone therapy. Tonight, we are going to review Blue Bill Duck Wine, because we can. And we talk more about the UFO conspiracy thing, because there was news about a cool spherical object that was floating around, and there's video of it. And They forgot to wipe off the lens. Yeah. It's an insect. No, no faggy shit here. We're going to talk about real stuff. Yeah. All right. And the room goes silent. Well, I, I've been trained that I'm supposed to be silent when you're doing all this. Yeah, otherwise you get a dirty scowl. That's why I had to do it four times. Two of them, Joe's like, you see, the second one, you're like, yeah. I wanted you to went, do like a Brent Spiner comment from that movie. I dirty can't even scowl. remember what he said. I don't uh, even care. call this room the freak show. <laughs> if you don't <laughs> smell it, we don't smell it. You guys want to see him? No. You want to see it? You want to see it? Want me to touch it? $25. What is it? Do you remember that in the sequel, the, the horrible, horrible sequel, um, Independence Day Resurrection? That's my where, favorite one! Oh, where Brett Spiner is alive miraculously, and then the weird doctor who's in the background in the first movie is a little bit more prominent this time, and he's got this weird gay crush on Brent Spiner, and nothing ever happens of it. But it's I, just I don't, there. I don't remember. The only thing I remember about that movie weird. is a gigantic radar dish where they're trying to fix it because the dude slammed into it at a high speed. Or Judd Hirsch in a school yeah. bus with kids. My David. Why yeah. do you talk about my David? <laughs> or or the giant alien chasing them in the desert at the end of the movie. Fucking over the top Jew. <gasps> my David. Why what? do you talk about my David like that? <laughs> I've never even seen that movie. So in You're a video, so oh no, we got to sing anything. I mean, it's even got Liam Hemsworth, who's the the discount Hemsworth. He <laughs> he is a fucking horrible actor. He is horrible discount. He cannot act for shit. Like his brother, he's the Chris, poor man's yeah. Tom Cruise. Chris seems like 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 goddamn uh, Lawrence Olivier compared to Frank Stallone. Liam fucking Hemsworth. <laughs> Frank Stallone. <laughs> <laughs> I like Frank Stallone. That's and, fucking uh, hilarious. I have seen Frank Stallone in so many things and not even knowing that he was a salon. What's I, the movie with Mickey Rourke where he plays the drunk? Everything. <laughs> the wrestler. Um, no, literally. He's so playing, he's playing an actual guy that was really an actual guy. I mean, Johnny Handsome. The guy guy. Mickey Rourke or Frank Stallone? Uh, Mickey Rourke <laughs> and Frank Stallone are in it and they he, fight at the bar all the time. Right, but who was the drunk? Mickey Rourke was the drunk. Oh, I don't know. He's in a movie called I Am and, Frank Stallone. And uh, Faye Dunaway is in it. I think it's Faye Dunaway. He may be right. Fucking better be. You're, you guys are pretty spot on with the fucking... Better be fucking Faye Dunaway or that's it. I'm going to snuff it. You're going to off yourself? I'm going to kill Heather. I want oh. my boot. Well, I'm fine with that. Oh, Heather's kind of the dark side. I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready Stop to go. Stop looking at porn, Heather. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I can't Do your it. review at Barfly. Barfly. Faye so Dunaway. I've never seen Barfly. Told you. You haven't? Are we doing a review no. of Barfly? What? No. I'm doing a lifelong review of it right now. Let me get another drink of this wine. <laughs> you're, you're 10 minutes behind us, Heather. Just do the so, review of that so wine. As, so as with uh, tradition now, uh, we are reviewing our unsponsored grocery outlet wine. Jerks. Uh, you know, you can only tag them so much on Instagram. Yeah, look, I mean, they're cheap. They're cheap. Uh, uh, do you just, expect them to give Cobb any extra money? Just, no, just, just like, start... Free wine is fine. Just start tagging the companies. I do. <laughs> oh. Then they hear the podcast and they're like, oh, no. And they're like, oh, no. 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 
what we want. Anyways, um, so we have one that um, I picked up. Uh, this one uh, drew me in because the price tag was $2.99. Yes. It is a rosé. Ooh, rosé. And it has a sweet rose. fucking name. So I'll have to post a picture of this, but it's called the Blue Bill Duck, and it has a little picture of duck. Yeah, it does. Sure I know a picture does. of a duck. It's the blue-breasted booby. Oh, oh, I got a blue right duck because I've never oh, seen a blue duck. <laughs> he needed the money. It's quacktastic. Duck's chewy. Um, so this one um is from France. Tastes like it was filtered through France. cheese. It, we come from France. The fuck it is. And it's a. Like they poured it over fucking Swiss Parmesan. cheese. Into the bottle. de Gascogne. Oh, you pronounce that perfectly. <laughs> Shit. So this is a rosé wine from 2018. It's not too rosy. Uh, shiny, pale, rose-colored. The wine has hints of candy on the nose. Ooh! <laughs> oh, candy on the nose. I see Rich a pinkish yellow hue. Rich and dry palate. Very well balanced with crispy It's like acidity. a golden, golden to the mic. hue. I'm trying it. I'm trying Tell to read this Tell me about the candy the of the men's, I'm trying to read the bottle. And I'll read it. Do the same. No, no, no. You read it. It contains sulfates. I just just be careful. I can read it. I don't even know what Somebody the fuck a sulfate is. How do you even read France? Sulfate, sulfate. Uh, you can't read France. How do you read Paris talk? You can't read Charcoal. the Paris talk. So yeah. here, I'm passing it to my brother. I am getting so blind. Anyways, Ooh, so we, we poured a sample of this. And uh, my first impressions is as, as I'm sniffing it, yeah. I was actually like, oh, this kind of smells like farts. I was like a little <laughs> concerned. It's a little... Does it smell, smell it? Because you, I'm, no, I'm not kidding. It tastes like someone put a chunk of Swiss cheese in the bottle How does and let it like soak in. Fart? Where I don't do you know, get it's a fart? Like do you taste cheese? Maybe it's just my cloven hooves. I don't smell any farts. I smell farts. I farted. No. <laughs> I mean, Did you fart in my glass? Not, no, I would never. <laughs> just straight up, just bungle it. Just <laughs> if, fart, if I'm ever going to give you pink eye, it's going to be more closer than that. <sighs> Anyways, so it, it, it kind of has like a, a very sulfury, I think, smell to me. Um, fart your glass. Fart, like, fart? A, like a fart glass. But here's the thing is everybody goes, oh, you can judge everything by, like the, by the nose of the wine, by the smell of the wine. And actually, I don't agree with that necessarily. But when you take a drink of it, it's actually not bad, especially for two ninety nine. I mean, I know Joe's like, uh, but you know, it, it takes a lot for Joe to really enjoy a wine anyways. He's not a wine guy. He's not a wine guy. But Faggot. Hmm. I didn't mean you, Joe. What? <laughs> Too late. But I, yeah, it's it's really it's really not bad. I've had sweeter rosés or rosés that have a little bit more of a floral taste to it, but this is actually not. You don't it's not overly wine. sweet, um, but it doesn't pull everything out of your mouth and dry. It's very balanced. Yeah, I'm I, not a big. I appreciate the appreciation of wine. Okay, like like when I watch the movie Sideways and how much those characters love and talk about wine, it makes me want to love wine as much as they do, even though I don't. I'm not a big fan of wine, but this is actually it's not bad. Um, did you try it? Yeah. Oh, I, I took a sip. So uh, you're you are a fan? So yeah, I, I actually like it. I mean, Mike's I, a fan. <laughs> Mike, you're a fan of this. Yeah, it's not bad. It's not horrible. What do you think, Clay? Uh, I'm drunk, so I don't know. All right. <laughs> so Blue Bill Duck is fair. a shiny, That's pale, rose-colored wine. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, it has hints of candy on the nose, rich and dry on the palate, very well balanced with crispy acidity. I would say typically candy on the nose. I don't buy into it. Smells like every other rose. I wouldn't eat that candy. I would say typically if I'm but, gonna, you know, actually it doesn't smell bad. So doesn't smell like a fart after all. I mean, it tastes like fucking. It's so nobody cheese. farted in that bottle. Typically, if I'm gonna drink something like this, it's gonna be out of a box and it's gonna be a uh, what do they call it? A, a white uh, trash. 
white Zinfandel. Yeah, and it's and but the, white no, Zins are, are are so much more sweet than this. Yeah, so I have a hard time distinguishing this from that. Is it just because it's pink? Yeah. So there's something in your head that's like it's pink, it's white Zin, it's sweet and weird. Yeah. Now, I have not gay. I have had white Zin. Yeah. I've had a couple of like dry. Are you sure? Dry roses. Well, I'm so, talking about him. He's like. Oh. I'm gonna drink the, uh, so I, I think what happened is when they gay. first started making like white zins, they made them actually very sweet, almost like a lot of the sweeter white wines that we've talked about before, like the Gurchen 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 Meisen Gewurzdemeanor. Yeah, I said it perfectly. Exactly, me too. As, and, you, as you guys have said. And so. Um, Person. So there's that. And then a lot of the white Zins that came out when we were younger and when I was drinking wine or I should say sneaking wine or wine coolers, if the case may be. Right. Um, it was it was very sweet and it was weird. Um, she's not using a coaster. Now they're calling it. How dare she? Look at that. How, how wet she's getting her. What? Let her speak. What the fuck are you talking about? Um, anyways, it, but it, I think from there, they just kind of they went away from like the white Zinfandel description to try and get away from that. And then um, they became well, which as they're supposed to have been is, is rosés, which is just meaning it's made as as a normal wine, except for they just don't leave it on the skins as long. Yep. You had me a wine cooler. That's what I this, know, right? th- these all remind me of the Bartles and James, like the one of the first things yep. you have. On Bartles, like, you're I'm 13. Dude, and that's you're just, drunk on half oh my wine God. Kool-Aid. That's Kool Aid with fucking alcohol thrown. Not in when you're 13. I was so excited one time to like we had stolen like four I don't even know how we got a hold of them four wine coolers and I was going to go watch fireworks with my friends who will remain nameless right now and um, so we went and to like the overlook and um, parked and drank our wine coolers while we watched like the fireworks and thought we were hot shit we were probably like 17 or 18 hot shit and speaking of hot shit as we're stuck in the two hour traffic trying to get out of there she has to shit oh who and Laura no I said we'll remain nameless god damn it <laughs> Laura's like, I've had plenty of other situations that I've been in like that, but that was not one of them. Hold on a second. Hello there. My name is Frank Bartles, and this is Ed James. You know, it occurred to Ed the other day that between his fruit orchard and my premium wine vineyard, we could make a truly superior premium grade wine. You're cooler. paid actors. Mm. Shut it up. It sounded good to me. Really? So Ed took out a second on his house. Did he? wrote to Harvard for an MBA. No, he didn't. Really? And now we're preparing to enter the wine cooler business. Did you? We will try to keep you posted on how it's going. Are you? Thank you very much for your support. Fuck off. Wait, that's not a true commercial? No, no, that's a true commercial. No, it's that's just, a true Those commercial. are true actors. Those aren't real actors? Those aren't the real Bartle and James. Oh, fuck. Hmm. Yeah, there, there's no two. Right there. Dick Mogg is his name. Dick Mogg. Dick, Dick Mogg. Dick Mogg. It's a good name. It was the name, buddy. Oh, yeah, Frank Bartles died. I'm going to need you. I need someone Dick to write Mog. that down for me because that's what I'm going to use when I sign into hotels. Dick Mogg. Dick Mogg. Dick Mogg. Richard. Yeah, Rusty Shackelford, go fuck once. But Dick Mogg, that's Dick where it's at. Dick Mogg. Dick Mogg. Somebody Agent text Dick that Mog. to her. Dick Mogg. Dick Mogg. Dick Mogg line two. And your name? Dick Mog. Honey, why is Joe texting Dick Mog to you? <laughs> it's Heather Dick Mog. <laughs> I'm sure it's way better than shit I could get tested, texted from dudes. It's my, fine. My name is uh, R- R- Dick Mog, but call me Richard. Yeah, I don't want to get a Dick Mog pick. Have you ever seen the you thing on YouTube? It's a uh, animation called um, Paths of Hate. Have you ever mm, seen that? No. We should. Is it like Why? unanimated faces of death? Is that like Birth of a Nation or something? Or no, Joseph, right it's completely <laughs> different than that. Put that on real quick. Check this uh, out. No, 
No. All right, then don't. <laughs> Fuck you. I'll watch by myself at home and her on, no. on my way home in the car. I mean, I'll minutes. explore it. You know, just put it in the background. No. Don't then. Fuck Make it. me. All right. Here we go. Let's look at the visual style. It's uh, very similar to, um, well, it's anime. Like Plattage, Plattage Image. What is that? And the Polish Film Institute, the which is just a shack in the back of someone's the station wagon. Yes, yeah, station wagon. <laughs> fucking poles can't the change the lights. Of of the if, this, this, if this comes on and has polka music, I'm going to be very upset. Polka, polka, polka. Gus Polinski? The, the bird of. The national bird of Poland is a fly. The Half king of, of Polka? Ski. They bury all their Every, people with their asses up so they have places to the park The sound on this is amazing. No, I can't play too much Is it, it like a consistent story? or? Yeah, it looks like World War II. The anime style okay. reminds me of uh, Borderlands. Yeah. What's that? It's a, a video game. famous video game series. Oh. This is done with that... Uh, this is done like in a... In not 3D studio, but um, like a... Like an Adobe it? product? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but what Adobe's they did was, got some badass shit. What they, they what they, they did was Excel. they these these planes are so detailed because it's in a cartoon style. So all the stuff that you're seeing in the background right here, that's all added in afterwards. Like if you see you see the um, the trails, yeah, the chemtrails, right. So all this stuff that's going on, that's really cool. So the planes are like individual. its own track, and then in the background is like some other. Yep. So the the, cam- the planes are on their own track. The camera's on its own track. So it looks like it's bumping, like with the with the whatever. And then these are just like if you look at the way that the uh, the faces are. Wow, that's cool. It looks like it's just painted on. You know, so yeah, it's just like, like a, a like rounded. Art. It looks like you know, like a tapestry or like a a painting. Kind of like a, like when you're watching the Clone Wars. When you look closer and closer, you can actually tell it looks like an actual painting that's alive, that's moving. Uh, um, hmm. The Empire Strikes Back uh, background with the I Am Your Father scene are matte paintings with lights coming through them. Did you know that? Some of it is, yeah. Yeah. Anything above the camera. So yeah. when you have the camera right here. a huge matte painting. Yeah. So of course, now on Mandalorian, they just drag those huge screens in and the they're filming with instead of a blue screen it's a screen with the actual uh background yeah they're using what's called the unity engine yeah. and then they have a camera kind of like um it's mounted on one of these things like a, the vr camera yeah. so the camera's mounted here and then they just walk through but they i mean they do build some sets in there but it's right. yeah, it's, it's like um it, the disney 360 movie theater that they have right when we're going into that it's like that but oh. these screens are like 30 feet or 80 feet tall or yeah. whatever it is and they wrap around i watched that documentary of the making of mandalorian it's fucking awesome on disney whatever it was plus yeah and it was it was amazing i watched all of it i keep forgetting to watch it it's really good you'll love it oh yeah i'm pretty sure i will john favreau man he, he, he probably talks to death just like when he did chef no, no, he lets everybody else talk. On Dave Filoni does a lot of the talking. I mean, uh, he's got like just a ton of things to say about his passion for what he's doing. The, uh, so is Dave, uh, who did you say? Dave Filoni. Is that where they're sitting around the table? Yeah. He's is he the, the one that breaks that. down? He's like, like the Robert Rodriguez of Star Wars. Check. Yeah. So he breaks down the whole storyline, basically. Mm-hmm. And like, you've never heard it described like this before. And at the end of what he talks about, everybody at the table is like, <laughs> no, he like Mike, you, you saw that part, right? Yeah, you where they're talking about the duel of the fates. He he talks about what it all represents as far as 
how you know like the prequels through where we're at with episode nine no they never breached the subject of of the new the new trilogy okay um but yes the prequels because uh the way that they're doing the mandalorian is far reaching It, it goes back to the clone wars it goes back to wherever but you know specifically when they're talking about like what you're talking about with the 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 duel of the fates so the whole idea behind anakin's growth and fall is the fact that um qui-gon jinn is supposed to be his father figure right Mm -hmm. when qui-gon jinn dies obi-wan instead of becoming a father figure becomes a brother figure so he doesn't have a father figure. Palpatine takes over that position as father figure. That duel of the fates line. John Williams said this in an interview when the movie before the movie even came out. He's like, "Yeah, I'm writing new music for it. You'll hear the single come out called Duel of the Fates, and it's very important to the entire saga. You know, not just this this set of three films, this trilogy, but this trilogy plus the original trilogy because this song is supposed to encompass all six films." And the reason why it's called Duel of Fates will become obvious once the third film is done. And then you, so you have the fate of Anakin. You have the fate of Obi-Wan Kenobi, you have the fate of Qui-Gon Jinn and Palpatine. And that's what the Duel of the Fates is, is these, this tri, these separate triangles. Well, Padme too. And that's also a triangle. So you have these, what, there's like three or four different triangles going on. But the most important one is Obi-Wan, Palpatine, and Anakin, where, it's, like I said, instead of Obi-Wan taking the role of father, he takes the role of brother. So it's very poignant when he says, you were my brother, Anakin, in in uh, Revenge of the Sith. Right. You know. During the final. Yeah, during that final battle. You were supposed to be my brother. Yeah. Right the high ground. And Qui-Gon never alluded to that he he was the adult he was you know the guy with the beard he's the dad right right and he relished that role as father until obviously he died this is really fucking cool animation look at this shit i thought you might like that bam and that's where that whole thing comes about and he goes into more detail than i do but it's really it's really interesting listening to dave filoni dave filoni was one of the guys that worked on avatar the last airbender he got his job with george lucas working on the clone first Wars. season right he was on the first season of last airbender i think yeah yeah, yeah. he talks about it too because he's surprised he thought it was a joke when they called him yeah and and then because george lucas liked him because he understood the whole concept of where george was going with these characters and it's quite a shame that instead of using dave filoni to push the next trilogy they decided to go where they went it is what it is so you just move on so it sounds like um they are uh trying to fix a lot of the problems that was associated with the new trilogy well you can't fully fix it at all because carrie fisher's dead so well you're never going to get all three of them on screen together well they do have footage of all three of them together so they can use that but that's neither here nor there just one of the biggest wasted opportunities that it comes with the, the the hype that came with that trilogy. It's just there's things you wanted to see, and then you think you'll watch that again? What? Me? Yeah, absolutely. I haven't bought the third movie. No, he's talking about Passive Hate. Oh, <laughs> you haven't? Have you seen the third movie? Yeah, I've seen it like four, three or four times. Have you? Yeah, I, I watched, tried to watch it a second time and got right up to the end and turned it off. 
I saw it in theaters once it, or twice. It's, it's, that whole entire last sequence is just fucking garbage. It, Fifty billion star destroyers floating around on Star Wars. They're not moving. They're not doing anything. They're just sitting there as this dumb MacGuffin happens, and then you have you know the entire universe you know fighting for freedom and against whatever. But uh, so it's like Braveheart, but with a just it's just shit. I only like the Force the Awakens. The entire fucking of ending of that trilogy was just it was a fucking failure. It was set up and designed as abject failure. Something that was overclimactic and ended up becoming completely anticlimactic. Yeah. It was just shit. They 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 put no effort into anything from from the second movie on, from the last Jedi on. They put no fucking real effort into telling a story. All they wanted was visual splashes. It, they wanted to. They wanted to make you come visually. That's all it was. It was just a big fucking jack off orgasmic splash of color and explosions. Yeah, it's like when we watched uh, uh, Transformers: The Last Night, which was the fifth and final Transformers movie they, that Michael Bay did. The visual effects in that are fucking amazing, but it didn't matter because the story was complete shit. Yeah, and, and that's they where they're going with all of it. Yeah. Most of the movies nowadays are just. I'll, I'll take a direct quote from my grandmother. We were down here watching Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians of the Galaxy. My grandmother looked over at my mother and said, "There's no. There's what is this movie about?" <laughs> and, and mom's like, "It's a great fucking movie. It's just, it's fantastic." And Nana goes, "There's no substance to this movie." So, and I and I thought about it. I'm like, "She's absolutely right. There is no substance to any of these fucking movies." That's true. There really uh, isn't. Same but they're fun. I mean, I I like them. But absolutely, they're it's all visual nonsense. Same thing with Zack Snyder's Soccer Moms. It's like yeah. character development and not I mean, an yeah, actual storyline. Yeah, yeah. Studios don't give a shit. They haven't given a shit since. They haven't given a shit since 1995. Pucker lunch. There was the weird balance. Like Hollywood used to, the balance was profit and creativity, creative exploration. Well, and then all of a sudden it started to teeter. I don't remember what time around it started. I think it's when the Fast and the Furious started. Profit started. No, no, no. no, it was before that. 1960s. But, but then all of a sudden profit started to outweigh creativity and artistic expression way more and more and more until we get to this point where it's so lopsided right well and that's the hard part is because if you look at a lot of movies or or whatever that they they consider to be artistic i i can't watch them i yeah. have zero appreciation well, yeah, there's that. some that you like well, that's that's the that's the mixed bag you get with with the independent films for example look yeah, at like peewee's big adventure mm -hmm. and then they go to big top peewee and it's like you I know what? That's right. actually a good point. Tim Burton didn't even want anything to do with that. I don't think all right. this, all this stuff, all this stuff started happening at the end of the '60s, right in the '70s, where when the Hayes was, Act went away, right? When there was well that, but not yeah. But um, I'm going in a different direction. Um, you have the gritty realism of the '70s coming in, so you have you know the Clint Eastwood movies, the Charles Bronson movies, Assault on Precinct 13, things like that, and then you have a little story called American Graffiti. And then you have Jaws. So American Graffiti comes out and it fucking stabs into the heart of all movie studios because you have this movie about these kids that are growing up in a small town in Modesto and the movie fucking crushes it and makes $100 million. And then Jaws comes out and crushes it and makes $400 million or whatever the fuck it made during the 70s. This is 76 when Jaws came out. And then Close Encounters comes out. Another multi- fucking billion dollar franchise yeah close encounters was uh, the same year as star wars right uh 77 
yeah, uh, end of 77. But you have Star Wars come out. You have Smoking the Bandit come out. You Ooh, have now. I'm interested. You have Raiders <laughs> of the Lost Ark, but it, in that, in that, between 1972 through 1980, you have a complete changeover of the entire studio system, which is actually in the George Lucas book that you that you uh, lent me there, Clay. And the entire changeover went from well, we're doing movies and making art. Oh, and then you have one other movie that comes out in the 70s. It's Francis Ford Coppola's. Godfather. Why, do always, why does he always say Coppola? It's Coppola. It's Coppola. Okay. Coppola. I know. It is, he, uh, he also says, like, instead of saying Fauci, he says, like. It's Fauci. You, but Fauci. No, I've said Fauci. But you say it different than I do. I think I say Fauci and you say Fauci. No, I've, already, I've said Fauci. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. It doesn't matter. It Fauci. Anyways, talk about the Black Stallion. It's fine. So, in the end, then you. Black Stallion is another one of the. Actually, you're right. Black Stallion is another one of those movies that, although not a. Um, a fantasy movie, it was more based on. Re- it's the gritty reality stuff. I fucking hate it is. And that movie fucking crushes it too. It crushes it. And what happens is, is that the studios were like, well, we don't want to do this. And then they see American Graffiti make fucking $100 million and it's one of the first $100 million movies out. What knockoffs did come out right after that? And and then you have you have them going, oh, well, fuck integrity. We're making... We're making a billion dollars on one movie. On Art House. Live stands. You know, fuck art, fart, fart. Fuck art, fuck indie movies, fuck everything else. Oh, Spielberg just made another fucking movie that made a, a shit ton of money. And then now the balance has changed and all it is is about fucking money. Mm-hmm. And integrity and and writing and good story and all that other shit has gone down the tube. And and you can see the fucking arc that it's that it's doing right now and now we've got, you know, and Marvel doesn't Marvel makes pretty decent movies. You know, there's no substance to them. Like, <gasps> like, you know, if you want Godfather, go watch The Godfather. You know, I'm watching a fucking comic movie. Look, and they, I don't they, need. I don't need. Uh, there's substance. There's just not deep. Substance. I yeah, that's what I mean. If you want, you like if you want substance, go go watch fucking Assault on Precinct 13 or Moonstruck, Moonstruck or or Mask or or Godfather. Schindler's List. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm watching a comic book movie based off of some guy's fantasy vision Romancing of a guy in a fucking rubber suit. Who cares? I just thought about that movie. It's dark. Yeah, <laughs> I finally saw that. But, like about a year ago, but that's always fucking boring. But Ishtar, in and of itself, is the catalyst. Ishtar is the movie about that. The studios went, well, we can make a fucking ton of money. We got big actors, and now we've budget. got integrity because we've got Dustin Hoffman and Warren Beatty. I was going to say Ned, but the other Ned, the other Beatty. They're not then, related, by the way. And then we, oh, oh, and not only that, it's going to be the new Bob Hope Bing Crosby thing, and we're going to fucking just. That's it, more you know. Like, more like ish Hollywood's party. over. We're gonna we're gonna be fucking billionaires, every one of us. It did not work, and it crashed and burned. And they're like, "Fuck this! We'll just go back to making shitty, su- you know, non-substantive movies, and just hope for the best." Back to school. Yeah, and it's let's CG. face it: like every Rodney Dangerfield movie is just. If you look at it artistically, is garbage. And then we went to Ladybugs. But goddamn it, Easy Money is one of the funniest fucking movies out there. Oh my God. I don't care what anybody says. Joe Pesci. You know, or uh, Back to School or (laughs) Over Dangerfield. It's been my whole life trying not to kiss a face. I ended up kissing her ass. You know? Uh, But then you have these other movies that do 
fucking great, like Goodfellas, you know, or or uh, Caddyshack, uh, the, the King of Comedy, Caddyshack. <laughs> Have you ever seen the King of Comedy with Robert De Niro and Jerry Lewis? Holy shit, that's fucking yes. disturbing. I haven't seen that, but I've read about it. Yeah, I've seen it. I've absolutely seen it. disturbing. Isn't but, that Scorsese? Yes. Yeah. yeah. But you, not you, not a great. It wasn't a hit, but not but a then great. you get the Big Lebowski. Yeah, that's a great movie. <laughs> but these <laughs> movies are movies that studios are like not putting any effort behind. Mm-hmm. They don't give a shit because you know they're like just throw five million dollars or ten million dollars or whatever it was. That's why like Fargo was such a big hit. Fargo by the Coen Brothers. Fargo you know? was a great one. But yeah. they're just throwing money at these fucking franchises that are just shit. Like the new Snake Eyes trailer just came out. What's for Snake Eyes? GI Joe. Oh, and <laughs> all I can <laughs> she gets dead eyed every time it's something she's not interested in. All, all I can I'm see like, is what is that? The, the the abject failure of the first two movies that was GI Joe because nobody look this again the toys they're making a movie out of toys and comics but there's a history behind this stuff and all the people that fucking they hire to direct it want to go off and do artistic fucking nonsense in their movies no, based on comics on, they just need to base it on the cartoon my that we vision, used to watch as kids yeah my vision is but the comic was even better. So. You know what? The only GI Joe representation that I'm interested in, in is the um, the PSAs. Yeah, yeah. Knowing no, is half the no, battle. Is half yeah. the battle. Yeah. No, is no, that no, a no, food? No, no, the no. fire one. <laughs> the firefighter guy. No, what is the it? guy what is doing it? drugs it's in the Finch, bathroom it's stall. It's fin- Fizzler films. Yeah. Fizzler films. Hey, the best movie I've seen lately is called Apartments. Have you guys seen that? No. And it's got is that Billy a Allen. It's is got Billy Crystal coming back, and it is fucking weird. He's coming back. He's in the movie, yeah. And he, better, he better hurry up. It's fucking amazing. Gonna, this I movie is fucking amazing. Isn't Woody Allen pushing, or uh, uh, Billy Crystal pushing like fucking 80? I don't. He's got to be. I love Billy Crystal. Have fun storming the uh, castle. Uh, not that old. I mean, he's like my mom's age. I mean, he was doing yeah. soap, I mean, in the 70s. Oh, my God. I remember That's watching soap years ago. Pull up the trailer for Apartments real quick, Michael. He's got to be, dude. I, I guarantee I'm, you that. Please? I'm in the middle of looking at I guarantee you that Billy Crystal is at least in his mid-70s. fucking shit. Oh yeah, that's what I said. He's my mom's age. some help me. Come At on. least. No, he's looking at Fensler films. I'm not yeah, so, interested. So in you else. shut up. All right, I'll never talk uh, again. <laughs> I'll never talk again. Oh, I'm telling you God. that right now. I'm not gonna talk the anymore. Best thing about me is I ain't ever talking again. Good. I'll just turn off your mic. Smith, this is not my toxic waste. Seventy-three. Those fish. Excellent. <laughs> uh, who cares? Just pick one. Real. I think this is the one I want. Cheese love. Did you say real American cheese sauce? Oh, really, go. it's on Vimeo of all fucking places. God, it's cheese. It is what it is. I'm playing the whole fucking video. Fuck you. <laughs> it's not Can't long. Wait, <laughs> waiting for this moment. I want someone to take me to the hospital. <laughs> hey, who's that? Yummy. Nice catch, Blanco Nino. But too bad your ass got sad. <laughs> Sounds like me. G.I. Joe! That's warped. Too bad your ass got sad. It's like like all of them. G.I. Joe! (laughs) What the fuck? Is this real? Yes. Yes, they're all real. They edited it. Oh. Speaking of laws, I'm going to take the Cosby kids down to the river. The Cosby kids down. Fire on your sleeve. No, 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 no. There's just an Indian for some reason. I've got to kidnap you and make you my slave. Do I get a free casino out of this? 
I fucking love these. I don't know why. Oh, here's, oh, here's, here's that one. You're not cooking. Yeah, dude. Oh, no. Pork chop sandwiches. Oh, shit. Get the fuck out of here. Pork chop sandwiches. Look at Joe. Look at Joe. Look we're all dead. Get the fuck out. Joe loves this one. God, it <sighs> Detect it. There's it no going and you tell me do things. I'm running. Yeah. <laughs> That's insane. Pork chop sandwiches. Oh, jeez. Get the fuck out of here. The fuck, we're all going to die. Weird. I love that one. Can I have some more booze? Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> You ever notice Mike says no to everything? This is his thing go to. Every time somebody asks, can I? No. Oh. No, I'm good. Come on. I gotta drive. Shut up. Shut up. Julio? Shaba. Shaba. Shaba Rings. That was amazing. <laughs> Fucking great. Taking the bus right. The problem is, is that Laura can't hear any of this shit because I don't have it on the mic. <laughs> on the, uh, she knows all speakers. of them. Is it done? Oh. oh. Pork chop sandwiches. Now chop can sandwiches. we look at the apartments uh, oh, documentary? I call it a documentary. I'm tricking my No, it's just apartments. Dude, the other one was that I really liked of those fencer film ones was one, and it had like this redheaded guy, and I think he was like English or something like that. Or, anyways, and it had like these people, and they're going on a frozen pond. So it was a PSA. We got like frozen ponds, and so he goes, "What the fuck are you wankers doing on my lawn? Oh my god!" And then like there's a kid, and then he's like, "Give him the stick! Give him the stick! Don't give him the stick!" <laughs> um, Mike's fucking this up. No, I looked up apartments trailer. No, there it is. There's Matt Lucas and Billy Crystal and Johnny Knoxville and Dolph Lundgren. Dolph. All together in Small one movie. Apartments. Oh, yeah, that's what I said. I already forgot the Fucking name. Tubi. Small apartments. What's my there. name? Dick, Dick what? Dick, Dick Tracy. They no, see, look, Dick, there's, Dick there's, Dick there's, uh, there's fucking snake eyes right there. That's a true Dick story. Moe. They already did this in Matrix Reloaded. Based on real events. Fucking sword fight on top of a goddamn Ducati trailer. Yeah. Okay. Right, check this out. Check this out. Boop. Joseph, look at this. I am looking at yeah, it. Watch too. I'm watching. Laura, look over there. You, you tell me to cares. look at it while I'm fucking looking at it. Keep looking. Don't look away. You don't tell me what to do. I'm not talking to you, Michael. I would never address you like that. Joe, look right now. He played Tweedledee and Tweedledum. Yes, he did. Oh, I have this all on. Now, I live alone. Oh, my God. Maybe I should leave this place. What do you think, Mr. Olivetti? Have you talked to Mr. Olivetti today? I killed him. He's lying dead on the floor. Wait till it gets dark. Then make it look like a suicide. <laughs> to whom it may concern. <laughs> suicide, huh? That's what the physical evidence wants to suggest. The landlord died in a fire last night. Is he okay? No. 
he's dead. <laughs> he's uh, he's packing. Oh. He said he's moving to Sweden, Switzerland, wherever they think a giant elephant tusk is a musical instrument. Proven methods, you vastly reduce your chance of a brain attack. Where is it? I'm in the middle of a 40 day cleanse. I'm ridding myself of all my herpes. Can I borrow 20 bucks? It'd be a lot easier sticking this fork in your throat. Whatever. Franklin, sanity is wasted on the sane. You only get one shot at this life. There are no do overs. Time wasted is time lost. It doesn't matter if you live in a small apartment or some big mansion on a hill. It's all in your mind. Because happiness is a state of mind. Hey, you're a cute little guy. You want some? Come on, don't make me drink alone. <laughs> Did you watch Shakes the Clown yet? Oh, when it was new, I saw it. Yes, I tried. What, what do you mean you fucking tried? I you tried. gave up? No, fuck this. I did. I gave up. I'm going to kill myself. I don't want to live anymore. Where did I give up at? The beginning. <laughs> yeah. Why? Kind of no. How do you give up on this? No, I, I, I don't understand what's happening. We might as well just get it out of the way it. so I can so fucking, fucking delete it all. <laughs> oh my God. Why have I never that. heard of that Apartments movie? I don't know. I don't know. Only I've I, never I, seen that trailer. I, I, I've never heard of that fucking movie. 2013. The Only Talking I God already had me like sold. That. Yeah. The guy in the underwear had me sold. Oh, you fucking love this movie. Well, dude, you could put Johnny Knoxville I think I watched it, it like I'm, I'm right in. to the point where he was a, was getting, where he had to become a mime. I watched the Robin Williams portion. And then I was like, I just cannot do this anymore. Oh I couldn't stay awake. Yeah. fucking like Barbara Billingsley in this? Well, and the funny thing was that you guys said it was a dark comedy and there wasn't anything funny. If you're looking for two-fisted action... I know karate! Uh, well, I know the Vulcan nerve pinch. High drama. Hey, wait a minute. You clowns are on dope! And forbidden romance. <laughs> that's, you uh, that's, uh, might want to look somewhere uh, else. Tom Kenny. What's your name? Shakes. Shakes the clown. Oh, my head! <laughs> you're not funny, clown! Clowns a bad name. When's the last time a film's made you feel this good, huh? You spit it out! No, I did! I saw you! No, it was yummy. Hubba hubba Julie Brown. Leave me alone, milkman scum! Bobcat Goldflick Thwait. Here I come! Ready and In the Citizen Kane <laughs> of Alcoholic Clown Movies. What a morning. <laughs> Shakes. The cloud. Had enough? 
<laughs> Maybe it's not as good as I remembered it. <laughs> what about the clowns on Coco? They're all fucking just. Oh, well, I mean, yeah, as- you're just Dude, like, saw, okay, like they're demented. Uh, but for it was the first like- time in 30 years, I watched Communion with. Uh, Christopher Walken. I watched that too recently. And it is nothing like I remembered it. What was the other one you guys wanted me to watch? Because I know I watched it. Dude, you can tell that Christopher Walken doesn't take that movie seriously at all while he's doing it. He's just being goofier and shit. Night Stalker. He was over the it top in that one. It was hilarious, it though. Was, like, it was worth um, watching again because Night Stalker was actually, the there was a lot, and they were about the Night Stalker. Oh, that's funny. I just but put that, that on, too. Night I didn't Crawler. watch the whole thing. Yeah. But the scene that uh, used to scare me was at the beginning where he's sitting in his um, bedroom, and, and the lights come, and no, 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 all of a sudden, this alien head like, peeks around the door. Yeah. When I was a kid, but he may have brought up chills. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I asked who was in it, and they said Jake Gyllenhaal. It's a plastic head. So I ended up finding this movie called Nightcrawler. The Fourth Kind? That movie. I saw that at the drive And that actually was pretty cool. Uh, narrated by Mia Jovovich. I also quit watching it there at some it point. But yeah, you're right, Nightcrawler. We're, we're having oh, you, did you watch that? Did you like that? Actually, there was a lot of it I liked a lot. But yeah. um, Nightcrawler was well done. Yeah, yeah. When he's in his apartment and he's watching the news and he just starts laughing, you know, but he's all by himself. I was like, this guy's fucking crazy. The thing that got me was when he was like, when he would turn on his sales pitch. Yeah. For stuff like anything, even when he was hiring the weird guy, but he's that's not a sales pitch, that's like the true, like, uh, he's a narcissist, that's like sociopath, right? That's his code of ethics that he really goes by. Like, you have to be like this, and you have to be like that, yeah, because he's a sociopath, you know what I mean? So, like, even though he like beats people up to steal like their watch while he's stealing Uh barbed wire, he still has a he still has like a code of ethics that he goes by and that's how like sociopaths are they're like I don't know why you think I'm doing anything wrong here like, <laughs> I, mean? I live by a moral yeah. code nice. I didn't know that Bill Paxton you, kn- you didn't see that one Mike no. it's on Netflix it, well it was a few we months were, ago it that's- was one of the movies that came out while we were still reviewing movies and didn't you see it no, I well, I, I have seen it, but I didn't see it in theaters. Yeah, and I was just like, I'm, because there was a whole bunch of movies like this that came out at the same time. Well, that's what just he like, was saying. I am not fucking come in, into it. They come in threes or it's tens. Well done. Or, it's very well done. Yeah, twenties. I watched him in another movie recently too, where he start like his wife dies in a car accident, and he works for his, uh, like a big firm. Why did my headphones just get louder? No, no, Is it, it Nocturnal Animals? No, I can't no. get through that one. It's fucking weird. It's, dep- it's a sad movie. Which is uh, funny because... No, it's called Demolition. End of Watch is great, too. Demolition, Joseph. That's what it's called. Um, he just starts taking everything apart and destroying everything. I have not seen it. The one thing I did think was kind of funny as I watched um, Shakes the Clown is like after, every time somebody popped up on screen, I'm like, is that fucking that. Florence Henderson? Yeah. Like... <laughs> Wait, that's Kathy and, Griffin. In her grittiest role to And then, like, I'm listening to a clown talk. I'm like, why do I recognize this voice? Like, who is this clown? And I'm like, and then I look it up and I'm like, oh, fuck, that's Adam Sandler. When was this me? Yeah. <laughs> right. Nice. And I was like, holy shit, that's when he was writing for SNL. Yeah. I want to watch Time Bandits. What? I'm ready. Say it loud. Time Bandits. What? Time Bandits, Joseph. To this day, oh, okay. I've still never seen Time Bandits. I want to watch Ice Pirates. I have ice pirates. Ice, ice pirates. Have you ever seen pirates. sky pirates? Ass pirates. Ass pirates. Clown. What a fucking turd of a movie. Turd of a total clown born. One hundred percent Indiana Jones ripoff. So so Joe goes, hey, have you ever seen the movie Sky Pirates? He just brought it up. Sky right? Sky Pirates. Sky Pirates. It's a uh, it's kind of an English. It's an English movie. It's got Dakota Harris in it. So I was like, no, I've never seen that fucking movie. He's like, oh, you gotta watch it. It's from you know my childhood and blah blah blah. I don't know if it's gonna be any good, but I remember this movie called Sky Pirates, and he details it up. So I find it and I put it on 
and I'm watching it like I can't, I, I can't, I can't deal with this. And then it got to the LSD acid dropping part, and I'm just like, how the fuck can you not remember this part of the movie where they're tripping through time and space? Dripping, literally dripping through time and space. And Joe's like, I, I, I don't know. I don't know if you have you watched. You've watched it since, right? Yeah, because you, you put on a USB. Stick you know, you know what I couldn't wait to watch when Disney. Uh, so Disney Plus came out, and you have to like they don't show you all the content. You have it to did? start searching around. And I found the black hole was one of them. Yeah, I love that movie. I um, I had this saved on my queue, but I still haven't watched it. There's another one from when I was a kid. I had to go find it. It's called Condor Man or something. Oh like God, that. yeah, Condor Man. I love Condor Man. And Super Fuzz. I don't know if I've seen that. You never seen Super Fuzz? I don't think so. I saw Condor Man at the drive-in back in the '80s. I love it. The villain drives a Porsche 911 uh, Targa Turbo or something. <laughs> he has like a fucking helmet on in the car. He stops at the top of the hill. He like opens the visor up. He just like looks and he puts the visor back down and drives down the hill. I was like, <gasps> here we go. This movie, this fucking podcast has gone off the rails. Heroes. I love it. We haven't talked about UFOs yet. David Speed, Super Fuzz. He's a whiz in the pool hall. A marvel in the parking lot. And one of the best bullet catches in the business. Nice. Meet Super Fuzz, the craziest cop this side of Inspector Clouseau. Super Fuzz, a blockbusting, high flying, water walking, smooth talking, fleet footed, skydiving, hard driving, crime fighting, all American hero. Super Fuzz. Just for the fun of it. So, so the whole plot behind that movie is that he gets superpowers, but there's all there's always that one thing that will stop you from keeping your superpowers, right? Like Krypton, your kryptonite. Right. It's red. It's the color red. Oh no shit. So like I'm looking around the room like how many things are red? No shit. Uh, I told a, you about that uh, a dumb movie. That uh, Pluto TV. Yeah. So I started going through that, and I found those uh, black exploitation movies with uh, Pam Greer. Yeah. Those are pretty good. There's this one where they're in uh, women's prison. Mm-hmm. That's like soft porn, basically. They have a ton of shit on Pluto TV. I, I don't want to log in, but... So, I mean, they have like entire channels dedicated to like one TV show that's been on for like a year. They have a Baywatch channel. Yeah. And then Baywatch Channel's been on for like 50 years or whatever. They have the CSI Channel, uh, Entertainment Tonight, AMC Stories, and stuff like that. But, like, they have, like, a whole fucking cool assortment of just weird channels. And then they have, like, the 70s Channel, which, like, plays, like, the f- five movies. They have the same five movies that play for, like, an entire month. And then they have the 80s Rewind and stuff like that. But you can find some gems. Absolutely. In- and then they're on demand. And this is all Paramount, by the way, CBS. I figured it was tied into something because a lot of the movies look similar to what I see on uh, Prime. Yeah. Like it's like very similar to like when you go into like uh, these movies just added to Prime. And mm-hmm. I'm like, those are like some of the same movies they're showing on Pluto. Yeah. But because it's Pluto is owned by CBS Viacom. 
So they'll have MTV and CBS channels. You get CBS News in Boston and Los Angeles, and you got you know local channels like KPI. Well, KPIX is San Francisco, but you know, and all these other things. So if you want to see what's going on all around the country, you can fucking and you can on mine. I can favorite the channels. Uh, on some of them, you can't. For some reason, it won't allow you to like log in and favorite. Like on Chromecast, you can't favorite the channels. It's What's the other one you recommended stupid. to me? I put Tubi. that. So I got that on my computer now, too. That's where I found the Apartments movie. Yeah, yeah. there's some weird stuff you can find. There's yeah. there's some gems. There's a lot of turds, but there's some gems, hidden gems on Tubi. But, yeah, they have all sorts of... There we go. Yeah, Apartments. Is, and I, I did a... On that one, you can add to your... Um, what does that say? This my, is just mine has my list. Yours doesn't have it. No, this is just this is just what's available. I have my list list because I've added things to my list. Right, but I'm not logged in. Yeah, when you're not logged in, you can't save anything to a queue. But I can I can browse fuck off of that. You should start over. Not I'm not putting my age into a fucking website to look up action movies. (laughs) I do. Stupid is that. I do it all the time. It's like going to Budweiser's site and they're like, Hey, what's your age? Fucking cares. I'm just gonna oh one oh one nineteen ninety one. All right, there we go. I just give them the information. Welcome to Budweiser. You're like, what's your social security number? Huh? What is your social? I don't know. You'd have to ask Heather. <laughs> <laughs> I've got it somewhere. Right. Nine nine nine. Heather's the only one that can answer those four, kind eight, of questions. Five, two, three. So no, what six, was? Six, six. <laughs> what is the main topic of tonight? It was alien abduction. Well, you brought up Pluto, and that's a planet. That's spatial. Pluto's not a planet anymore. Well, yeah, it's been da- downgraded because yeah. it's it's it goes back and forth. It's the size of it's a, it's a fifth the size of the moon of our moon, so it's not big enough to be considered a planet. It's a debatable topic. Yes, it is. So it's it's a planetoid. <coughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> Almost died. Pluto is still not an official planet in our solar system. Sorry, Pluto. Sorry, Pluto. Try again. However, I believe in Pluto, and Pluto can be a planet in my solar system. Boy, does that fuck up the uh, astrology for us? Sounds like the right. not for all of us. Afraid of change. Well, I don't know if they did they did they ever do Pluto. Pluto was never one of the planets that they did, was it? Yeah, it was our ninth planet in the Kuiper Belt. It was our ninth planet. That's the meteor belt you were talking about. Yeah, but I mean, for like the astrology and stuff like that, it was never like Pluto rising. It was like no, it was Pluto descending. I don't know. Did I say our ninth planet? Why are there 12 well, signs of nine planets? Well, said it's so planets? frozen, too. It's, like, not even fully uh, a planet. Like, it's a lot of just ice. Because I do the stars. So it's not, like, actual ground. There is, uh, there's new pictures of Pluto where it, they show... Uh, I mean, like, Oops. Saturn and Jupiter technically don't have ground. Because they're all gas. Right? They're all gas. Well, Jupiter... <laughs> they say Jupiter is a solid core. It's a it's metallic core. Metallica? But the majority of Jupiter is gas. <laughs> Why? What? Why did you? Why did you do? You said gas. gas. Fucking said gas. <laughs> yeah. In the 1990s, its status as a planet was questioned following discovery of several objects of similar size in the Kuiper Belt and the scattered disk, including the dwarf planet Eris. Right. Well, that's a fucking planet. So you know why that it's happened? A dwarf planet. Grunge music came out in the 90s. There's like Nirvana and Stone Temple Pilots, and they're like, is Pluto a planet? I don't know. There are moons that um, around Pluto and Saturn, or around Saturn and uh, Jupiter that are bigger than Pluto. Planet X was disproved. I beg to differ. Go watch Bugs Bunny. Yeah. Right. Like Hood Moon, yeah. Phantom of Saturn's Graveyard Moon. Yeah, so here. here. Neptunian. 
largest known trans-Neptunian objects. I didn't know that Neptune was LGBTQ. I, I was going to say, I did, was not aware that Neptune totally was is. a trans. There's Orcus. They're all named after fucking demons. Gong yeah. Gong. Gong Gong. Clayar. Shang Lu. What's your favorite demon name? Um, Orcus. I like uh, Azag Thoth. Uh, Azag Thoth is, is a pretty good name. Yeah. Uh, uh, Beelzebub. Yeah, that's a good one. I like that one. Or Bale. I like Azag Thoth because he's the demon gone insane and he sits on his throne playing the flute. <laughs> that's what they say. That's true. I like that. Yeah. I want that job. Yeah. Which is, what is uh, there's Chiron. Karabros is, uh, is Cerberus. What's your favorite Sith Lord? Or Sith? <laughs> My favorite Sith Lord? I I I'm always partial. I like Vader. Vader's yeah. like one of my favorite characters, but I do king. like I like the Emperor. I like Palpatine. There's a, so there. plotting or what? Yeah, there's a one. Just, there's one that comes way before all of them, and he has laugh. He has a mask ah, 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 like a like a porcelain mask, and it's got a red thing here and a red thing here. That's a Sith witch. Eyes. No, it's it's a guy, and uh, at some point he doesn't even have a body anymore. Like he's got the the dark side down so much that his robes and everything are just held together by his i think they call him like the lord of hunger or something like that but i think that it, guy that guy right what's the sith witch. it starts with a p doesn't it it's that not is, a witch it is a sith witch no it's not sith witch i like the saw's ventress uh, a lot she's not technically a is sith. that a girl she, look she was this once a sith always a sith she's not a, a, she's never been a sith she started not a girl. off as a sith apprentice she was dooku's apprentice no no she was sith just a, a dark sith Jedi. witch i sith mean technically I'm hungry. We make me a sandwich <laughs> with extra mayonnaise. Can I get a sandwich? I'm super hungry. Can I get the ham? Who's your favorite bounty hunter? Your mom, Boba Fett. Man, oh, I like Cad Bane. Cad Bane is oh, but I also like that robot. Cad Bane is like the the Clint Eastwood of bounty hunter. He's fucking awesome. I also like that robot, and they used him in Mandalorian, and he's. He, his arms can go in a circle. He's like tall and skinny. IG88. Yeah, he's pretty cool. Um, mine is um, Zuckus, the big bug headed guy. Mm. He was in uh, uh, Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. Do you like Boss K? Which one's <laughs> or as, or as, yeah, as Joe calls him, Boss K. <laughs> Bosk. Uh, Savage Opress is cool, but he was never a Sith. No, he's not. That's why. Yeah. Darth Maul's brother. Darth Maul had a brother? Absolutely. See, I tried to get it back on track so you would have something to talk about. So I tried the UFO thing and they went right back to fucking Star Wars, man. They're, they're no, Zabrax. That. That's okay. They're Zabrax. Darth Maul had a brother. Savage Oppress. Savage. There's probably Savage at least Oppress. five people who play a lot of Dungeons and Dragons that are going to be really interested in this conversation. <laughs> Fuck Dungeons and Dragons. They're going to be so you excited. You know how huge an influence Dungeons and Dragons is? Not on me. On pop culture? Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> Nilius, that's Dark what it is. Nilius. Yeah, Nilius or Nihilus. You're right. He's passed. I thought it was a Sith witch. Sith witch. Shows you what I fucking know about Star Wars. I'm so bad at the Star Wars these days that I haven't even seen like you're the last miss, couple of movies. Just watch the new trilogy and you'll know everything you need to know about Star Wars. About nothing. You'll learn nothing. <laughs> there you go. Look at that. Anyways. That looks cool. It's like fucking Solomon Grundy. Yep. So, uh. So, uh. Really boring. See. God. I tried to get it back on Damn the Damn it. All right, let's talk about aliens. I don't really care. That's because you're not into this shit. You don't play video games. No. It's Star Wars. It's um, not even a video Ted, game. She has a smartphone. She's playing a video game. It's just a different form of video game. And I even like Star Wars. And I'm bored. That's my air mattress. <laughs> Getting a real bad on Thursday. 
you got your bed right here. There's 921 <laughs> million results for Star Wars. I'm pretty sure that there's somebody out there that will hear this. Um, I don't care, but we were talking about UFO conspiracy shit. Have you guys seen this video of the fucking orb since we're stuck? Yes, the one that went into the ocean. Why does it look like it was filmed in 1942 on a reel-to-reel? Um, these cameras aren't the best, plus they're in water. So you got a uh, spray from the water on the camera face in and of itself or the lens. Like, what? What are the possibilities of that? I mean, we talked about, okay, the last podcast that we talked about, we talked about seeding and aliens and this and that. My father on his deathbed said, no, no such thing as aliens. But now we're getting uh, reports and pictures and people are saying it may not be aliens, but definitely strange craft could be. True. He was a patriot. But he could have said anything on his deathbed and it wouldn't have mattered. I like macaroni. Yeah. I... Hey, there's people that have taken their fucking special recipes to their deathbed, and they still never said anything. It's it's all what you believe, man. You 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 and your mom both told me he was very patriotic and believed in what he was doing. So him not saying anything even when he was dying makes perfect sense to me. More so than that, he would not say anything when he was dying just to annoy us further, <laughs> just to leave us wondering. That would be exactly what he would do. Always leave him wanting more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's thinking. So I think the reason why I kind of brought this up, too, is because now all of a sudden, I mean, and there's been this discussion, and I'm going to tell you that I have not gone through all the troves of information that, you know, every so every so often they do this giant declassification of documents. Mm -hmm. So there's this huge declassification of documents that actually essentially confirmed UFOs. I'm going to play devil's advocate on this show on purpose. Okay. So I'm going to disagree with shit. But I'm doing it for a reason. Okay, you can disagree as long as you don't just say, no, that's absolutely wrong, because you got to remember that there's other people no, no, who I'm believe just, those just going to be disagreeing. I'm, okay. So anyways, allegedly there was this huge, you know, um, declassification of documentations that actually, in, in a sense, confirm un un UFOs, unidentified flying objects. It doesn't say, like, hey, green guys came out and, like, rubbed jock itch cream on me. Not actual alien space. Right. Spacecraft. Nobody, yeah. nobody like, it well, doesn't we don't say, know. hey, we, That's why it stands hey, for we, we met, we met these people. It essentially comes out and like confirms these things. And then in addition to that, recently, like with this video and then a couple other ones, they've actually come out and said, these are legitimate videos and the fact that we don't know what these are. All I see is something on the fucking lens. Now, are they are they saying we don't know what these are because they're having to say if if they if they were still hiding here's my thing is if they were still hiding experimental crafts or anything else that like they've you know if people have said oh it's the government and they're just they're testing stuff and that's what it is like when they just still come out and say oh that was swamp gas or whatever the fuck they pull out of their buttholes for it instead they're just like yeah dude we don't fucking know. 
Uh, like we legitimately they're they're coming out and saying we don't fucking know do do they know probably they they might they might know exactly what that is and then instead now they're how they're kind of bridging that just saying yeah it's it's something we don't know what it is it's something we don't know what that is well something over there as you well you were saying you know ufo unidentified flying object not necessarily aliens you know going against what i said in the other podcast if it's not aliens then where the fuck is the technology coming from so Having said that, we have multiple bases, you know, military bases, not just military people working on them, but scientists working on other technologies, you know, uh, mag drives, magnetic drives and stuff like that. And warp drives Mm -hmm. because they're working on, you know, trying to build like a fucking, you know, USS Enterprise type thing. So they're working on warp speed, warp factor drives stuff. But it's not out of. okay. years ago, there was a guy that had retired to San Diego and he was what's called a plane spotter. In World War II, his job was, you know, like in, I'm going to bring this up. Remember Star Wars at the end where the guy was having the binoculars? He was on that little pedestal thing. Mm -hmm. Very much like that. His job was to sit on a boat and watch planes fly by and identify all these planes. He's pretty much the crow's nest guy. Yeah, essentially, yeah, but... Less piratey. Yeah, less exactly. And... (laughs) He's re- so he's retired in San Diego, and this is I don't know, this is like thirty years ago. And he's sitting there and he's watching, and he reports a UFO. Okay, and this is what he, this is essentially what he said because I can't, I don't have the information in front of me, but I read this. It was like in a newspaper article, and he said, "I have I've I've been spotting planes for fifty years at this point, and this is technology that I've never seen before." And it's called, he called it pusher technology. You have ramjet technology, but this is called, he was like, this, this is not normal airplane fucking physics where you have a prop or you have a turbine engine and it's flying through the air. Okay. And it's being, essentially, it's just sucking the wind out and being, you know, pulled along. This is pusher technology. Something was pushing this because it was, it wasn't moving at a, 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 a normal, smooth pace it was jumping and he goes it wasn't just one it was multiple times now i the way where he sits he was um miramar air force base mm-hmm. is right there so that's where they filmed top gun and whatnot mm-hmm. so they have the f-14s and all these other things because it's not out of the ordinary to see different technology wake up clay all right and and see these new planes that are going on like the stealth bombers then that that was the big and that was the big deal that was going on in this time was the introduction of the stealth fighter and the stealth bomber. So he said it's probably the next generation of that. However, Nothing pusher technology is like way far advanced. It's very difficult. He said, you know, they look like triangles flying mm-hmm. through the air, which is a stealth bomber, stealth fighter. But he goes, there was no markings on them. They look like pyramids just cruising through the air being pushed by something, you know. But what would push... Something like that. Well, the only way that it would work is that you have something, mm. you have something that's sucking the air in mm-hmm. on like an intake somewhere, and then it's making air, whatever you want to call it, and then it's puffing it out, right? And it's so that's like, how it's pushing it along. So like it's fart propelled. Yeah, exactly. Like it's fart propelled. Okay, fart propelled flying objects. Yeah. Essentially, that's what they're talking about. FPFOs. Yeah. So, so these unidentified flying objects have been around for ages. You know, they could be alien in origin or whatever. 
Or, I think a lot of them. I think ninety percent of the UFOs are man-made. You know, and in terms of what we're seeing is somebody either fucking with somebody's camera, like you know the the the, the famous picture of the UFO flying through the air. That's like the, that's. A hubcap. Everybody's seen a UFO. No, they've seen fucking UFOs. And the 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 most famous picture of a UFO ever ever photographed is a fucking dinner plate being flung through the air, Mm -hmm. just like the Loch Ness monster, just like this, just like that. Ninety percent of all UFO sightings are man-made objects. Whether it's UFO, a technical UFO, unidentified flying object, and it's man-made technology. Or you mean, or you mean somebody just like really setting up the shot. Or, or somebody setting up the shot. But right. like when, I, when I'm talking about UFO stuff, I mean man-made technology where we're experimenting with stuff that is being captured on film. And we're living in a day and age where we have cameras everywhere. And we still, you know, with the Bigfoot thing and the Yeti thing and this and that, they could live underground or whatever. But flying objects, all of a sudden we have cameras and now we're seeing a reduced amount of flying object uh, um, phenomena. Mm -hmm. Do you think it's maybe because like some of the cameras and stuff like that are more advanced too? So it's like, whereas somebody might like film it and be like, I don't know, there's this weird dot. Now like the cameras are better and they're like, oh, there's a weird dot. And then when you really look at it, you're like, oh, fuck, that's a whatever yeah it's a blimp well that or but you have that strange phenomena that happened in arizona a couple of years back where it was just lights just going off and, and bouncing all over the place you yeah know? and we still have an answer for that and or you know when we do have actual footage of that weird ufo object that we just watched which is kind of boring but whatever well and i mean and here's my thing again so if it was like if it was our our military experimenting with new technology or if it was something that they really truly believed was another country's military technology coming in to our airspace i really feel like they would just still lie to us about it it's called reverse engineering like when they just like go yeah, well absolutely and all the countries would lie like, to you they'd be like oh that's a fucking dinner plate or yeah oh that thing that was a well, drone no, but the, that was somebody's drone that was fucked up the, the picture of the dinner plate is a picture of a dinner plate right but you, you can you see the writing I, on it right so. but you get what and i'm also saying the focus like, of it oh, they'd yeah, be yeah, like, yeah. oh that's somebody's fucked up drone that obviously wasn't working and then it crashed into the ocean like right. there was like there would be some sort of explanation that most of the people would accept here's be an like, explanation for whatever you. a spaceship crashes in the desert nevada they immediately set up a uh, government uh, institution, uh, put fences up, bury this thing in the fucking ground, reverse engineer it, and within a matter of years, you have the SR-71 Blackbird, which goes Mach 4? Something like that, yeah. It uh, Literally, mm-hmm. if, uh, if they shoot a, a missile at it, it just goes, oh, okay, and the fucking plane goes faster and just outruns the missile at the edge of the atmosphere of space. Right. Now, how do you go from maybe, or there probably were some jet engines and stuff being developed, especially by the Germans, from basically we're still f- almost fighting with, like, Corsairs and Mustangs and Zeros. How do you go from that to a what you called a ramjet supersonic it's a supersonic dual ramjet i read about it on wikipedia the the fucking engines are so sophisticated it's crazy like when the thing sits on the ground it just leaks oil and as soon as you get it up into the air 
like it, the whole thing seals up and there's all these ways that it moves air through these motors, right? Then mm-hmm. left and right. It's basically just two big fucking jets and then a guy out in front, right? It's the first time you see all of the weird aerodynamic, like basically can't be picked up by radar angles. It's the way the thing is painted. It's well, how have, fast. What about the U-2 it will... spy plane? Well, yeah, it's that real too. thin, you know. Right. You have, you have the... You have the uh, SR-71, which has the thick body, right? Yeah. And it's mm-hmm. traveling at fucking God knows how Three, fast 3,500 miles an hour. And then you have the U-2 spy plane, which looks like, you know those, you, you know those, the wooden planes that used to put together and yeah. throw? Oh, yeah. The, yeah. Like the ones made of like balsa, the balsa wood. wood planes. Yeah. That's what the fucking U-2 plane looks like, but with longer. The wings You have to have special people. You have to have special vehicles holding when it lands, so they have to drive fast cars enough out under the wings. Right. So, so I can put their goddamn things under the wings. The, right. The so wheels. considering we're still even just now finding out about like a lot of other technology, to me personally, those things seem like those ideas were either a and as we've talked about on previous pocket channeled in. Well, someone's channeled those in, or did they actually have an example for something? Of so which they're that's not. what reverse engineering is. If you had some technology and you then didn't you understand it. what it was. But you could figure out one part of how this worked or use that as an example to give you an idea of something you'd never thought of. That's what reverse engineering right. is. Well, it's like it was like polio, right? So the guy that developed polio was developing something for something else. And he you know, like fell asleep or walked away from the experiment and then came back and it was just like it, like he, he fucked up in a petri dish. Yeah. And and Yeah, the mold growing on uh, fruit. And he he was like, oh shit! Well, this fucking cured that, and and that's that's what happens with the reverse engineering of technology. Right, you're just I mean, like you're dicking around with something. And you're like, I wonder what that does. Oh shit! And it happens just all the time. Le- just levitating. It happens all the time. Well, Plastic that, was that developed. Or did they have? And again, like an example of something where they're like, "What the fuck is this? And how does it work?" But that's what reverse engineering right. is. You don't necessarily have to understand. I'm going to say a hundred. I know you'd say 110 percent of what you are looking at. You can you can understand. 05 percent, or way to the right of the decimal point percent, and still make something that for where you are at in time and technology is completely state of the fucking art out of just understanding right. one tiny part of something. Well, you have to also question computers. Computers were the size of these walls. Like one computer was an entire room, right? And analog. And and now I'm carrying one in my pocket. And in ten years, it went from that size, which is Moore's law, to the size of the chair that Laura's sitting in to what you're holding in your... In 70 years, mm-hmm. we have developed technology that literally I can take a pen, an electrostatic fucking item, right? Mm-hmm. That has a little nib on it and press it against a monitor and draw or write or press or touch buttons or play video games on and... And everybody acts like, holy shit, that's, that, you know, oh, that's normal. Or and you it's can, fucking amazing technology. I'm using plastic to fucking manipulate shit on a screen. Or or you can project a keyboard onto a regular desk and type away on your your keyboard projection and it types up that way. Now are here's the, are the wristbands that project light onto your wrist and then you just touch that spot on your wrist where it's lit up and then it actually acts like it's a screen. Exactly. I have an entire computer 
Oh, the Oculus. On glasses. Yeah. That I can I can play video games on as if I'm in the game in and of itself, picking objects up and putting it on my body. It And there are other pieces that can connect to this that make me feel every time someone shoots me, touches me, rubs my head, massages my back. I've got, you know, they're called lower. haptic senses, you lower. know, or lower. lower. Or, you know, I've got haptic gloves. Is this some where you, if, you, if you pick up guns. They what? Maybe, probably. You know, any objects that you pick up or touch, they have. That's called haptic senses, Mm -hmm. which feeds right into this, which basically is feeding your brain. So you have this technology, which is even smaller than the fucking laptops that I have. Mm -hmm. Smaller, you know. I have more power in this than you have in your phone, and it costs four hundred bucks. Yeah, half half the price of your phone. Mm-hmm. And the only thing it can't do is make me dinner. And blow you. Well, that too. But you know what I'm saying. Yeah. But it could get there. Yeah. The haptic I mean, they're suits, working on it. Well, the haptic suits will get there. And we're talking about two years from now. I mean, I think but, before on, on a cocktails episode, we looked at like, you know, sex dolls that can do yeah. all these interactive wow. things. So how how is it that humans have been able though. to go from static tape where they're just recording fucking well we talked about this with the microphones mm-hmm. taking a noise you know which is just filtered noise throughout the air and turn it into me talking to you guys on a microphone recording it into a computer and then sending it out to the world to everyone hey, i got a book called stranger in a strange land and i forget who the author is but he predicted things like uh, cell phones and things like that it's a science fiction book. I want to say it's written in the uh, late 60s or Sounds early 70s. Sounds like Harlan Ellison. It's, um, and he predicts things in that book that are, you know, that are happening now. That haven't. Uh, no, that they're, they're, he, no he, Robert Heinlein. Yeah. Let's talk about 1984. No, we're talking about UFOs. Yeah. We're not talking about 1984. Dystopian. Next time. You're talking about dystopian. Uh, we'll deal with that one Futures. later. But, well, uh, I mean, and, and that's, I mean... Well, I mean, we've had other things like that besides just just this thing. But I mean, again, are they channeling? I mean, I know that I keep going into the, but are they channeling that information in? Like, are they channeling it in from people who have been to these other dimensions, who maybe seeded us from what we were discussing previously to whatever? Like, how did they, how did this information come into their heads? Well, I think right now, no, they're not channeling it from another dimension or anything else like that. I think most of these people have been around this technology or, or, or were involved with it in some way. Like when I was growing up, I was involved with, you know, using computers and this and that and the other thing. So it's a part of, it's a normal part of my life. Whereas maybe you guys never did that other than maybe, you know, the regular video game and whatever else I'm talking about, like fucking breaking down and working on and fixing code, computers. Code work. Yeah. No, not, not necessarily code work, but mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's, you're you're taking it a step further, yeah. which is what my buddy Nick did. And my buddy Nick could build a he could reverse engineer an old computer and then take wires. And I, I have no fucking clue how he how he did it because I that's not where my brain is. And he could wire everything up and and basically rebuild a microchip in a bigger style and make it work. I I have no fucking concept of that. I just know it works. And I think what's going on with most of this is these people have been around it for 
for most of their life. That's how you, that's how they start doing this, where you get interested in space and technology and rocket ships and this and that, like Flash Gordon, through Flash Gordon or whatever. Mm-hmm. And you just take it to the next step. Oh, well, this is the logical next step. And that's what they're thinking. This is the logical next step to this. Like Dr. Uh, Dr. Michukaku. That's, you guys laugh at that, but he, this guy, I, I can't this help guy it has his name is that. literally Machu gone Pichu. through an entire history of how we've gone from point to point. But how the fuck did that information come to us from being, for lack of a better word, fucking savages exactly well he's just in, in operating out of time he's just using more of his brain than we do wow. he has more synapses hooked up and firing than we do obviously i i don't i i don't buy that i think well, that everybody everybody works in a you just work in a different That's way what, you have the same shit going on yeah you just you're you're not wired scientifically like you know i'm gonna build a fucking rocket tomorrow right. and i'm and then and, and then later on Later on in the afternoon, I'm going to build a nuclear reactor. And then lunch. Yeah, and then lunch. What? Who did? I don't know. Not me. But you're 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 more wired for learning. You you're 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 a learning guy that that needs you need to see it, feel it, touch it, and and make sure it exists. And and you also let your mind wander and say, well, what if? Right, but as long as I can, as long as the real world is here, put that in quotes. Is that like how some people like can deal with kids and some can't, or some are really creative and some aren't? Because I'm like not a creative person at all. Like I don't feel. Um, No, I mean there you have logical and you have creative, right? Mm -hmm. You have left, right, if you want to call it. So it must be more logical. But I mean your your brain isn't really left brain right brain it just works they just call it left brain right brain for simple for for the simpletons like me and what happens is is that you're creative you're just creative in a different way you're not you, just because you don't draw or fucking you know make make items or whatever Build you still have to yeah you you still you still have to be creative in whatever you do in your life the worst part is I never learned to read. Yeah. Yeah. I never knew my father. I knew it. You've been reading by Braille, haven't you? I never knew my father. Didn't you just say that? Joe? Yes. And I never. But knew Joe, my so bad. Joe is kind of in the middle. So Joe is creative, and but he's not. He doesn't. He, he doesn't paint or fucking draw or whatever. He's kind of like in the middle. He's he's got he 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 the video games or you know he. How do I put this? Video games aren't creative unless you're making them. No, they're creative when you're playing them. You have to be creative in order to solve puzzles. So if you can do that, that's the middle ground. So if you can solve puzzles and this and that, you're you're not you don't have to create the art to make to play the art. But if you're playing the art, you have to be creative in order to to solve the puzzles. You know what I'm okay. saying? Everybody's creative. You can solve puzzles. You can solve the most basic puzzle. Some people are just fucking savants. They can solve the most complicated puzzle on the planet, you know? And that's all they can do. There's like people that understand how simple the code is for a Rubik's Cube. And yet there's like a pattern you can do to, to solve a Rubik's Cube. And I cannot do it. I but I, I could learn it probably, but yeah. I don't know it offhand. I can't do it either. I just take them apart. Yeah. Yeah. But that's cr- the right there. Yeah. You're deconstructing, which is creative. Yeah. Some people just take the stickers off. I just much easier. It logical. So 
I'll just send, oh, I'll just how did apart. we from savages that could fucking we can play in the sand and build little sand castles or big sand castles? Yeah, go from that to pyramids, sphinx, the Orion Belt, iron, all within a couple thousand years. We went from jack shit and years of jack to shit. fucking oh well, hey look. The Holy Roman Empire. It wasn't like we had like <laughs> you know? five years of jack shit and they were like, you know what works better on this? This iron rock. Yeah. It's just like they didn't do that. That's they just lived for thousands it. of years with nothing. Yeah. How do you figure out how to how to smelt and how to pull ore from from rocks? Trial and error. Fucking savages. How? You know, Chrome Magnet Man just like, bam, and just take the rock and smash something. What if uh, it, something simple like, simple like, okay, a piece of rock got hit by lightning and it saw that it went under a hot temperature, something got melty for a it little wouldn't, bit. But it wouldn't understand that. A fucking, a, 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 a simple-celled fucking idiots wandering around in the desert and all it does is kill and make, it doesn't even make clothes. It kills and eats <laughs> and fucks. And then we went from kill, eat, fuck to... I'm going to build a battery for this car because I'm done with fossil fuels. Which is different than kill, marry, fuck. Right. That's kill, eat, fuck. Like, yeah. you you have to change the game now. Yeah. Live, love, laugh. <laughs> you can change the player, but you can't. But you see what I'm saying? Kill one, eat one, it's fuck trial one. and error, and it's also something that's implanted over time through evolution so that it becomes... But how? Hungry. Where? Would you eat where, where? Where did that happen, oh, really? you know? That's the question everybody has is, how do we go from... From fucking dummy Neanderthal to, I'm going to make a sword out of this. I'm going to take well, this. I'm going a, to melt it down. Right, melt yeah. it. Yeah. And then form I'm going it. to form it. And then, oh, sharpen it. You yeah, got to sharpen it. it. Not necessarily. Oh. Some aren't sharpened. Some, really? Yeah. Some swords aren't sharpened. Because oh. it's just a thin blade, so it's folded. Well, there are some materials that... Um, that can be changed over a very small spectrum of temperature, right? There's some that are more applicable than others. Like some have to be thousands of degrees apart before they can become between frozen, solid, gas, and liquid or whatever, right? But there's some that are really closer, like say gold. Gold is very malleable and stuff like that. And you barely have to raise the temperature in gold to melt it. But you have to have a lot of it to create something. What, what? I'm saying is that the precious some, metal can you stretch the furthest? Skin. No. Mercury? Skin's a precious it's, metal. It's the largest organ, but it's not a precious metal. No, it's a, this says you. This is off the periodic chart. I have no metal, idea. Metal, M-E-T-A-L. What, what metal. precious metal can you use? Mercury? I, I don't know. Silver. Silver and gold. But again, I mean... Michael, they have to be. Or maybe able it's to, gold. We we had a long period of time where we don't even think they had fire, right? There was, yeah. Well, according to uh, the Daryl Hannah movie. <laughs> oh, uh, how did oh, you? Thank, okay, thank God you good. brought up that well, history well, lesson. Well, okay, if you look at like televisions, right? The first television how that was created. Well, you had to get pictures to appear on this. So how did pictures get first thought of? So what happened to make the first camera? Like how do we? Well, able we to- know that because they used uh, the the roundabout, right? So they would have light, so they would have flickering light, and then they would take these images, and then they what they did was they watched a horse run, and they're like, okay, we can do that, and then some guy they found out that's that, artistic like, enough put it into brass, yeah, and then spun it around because because they knew that they could move shadow, right? They spun it around and it showed a horse running. Then they proved that horses actually, there are moments when a horse is running where none of its feet are touching, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Um, I'm talking about it's actually flying through the air, being able to actually take the first picture ever with a camera back in the 1800s. Like when you used to have to sit well, that's there what for they, like 30 minutes. How would you know to be able? How would you be able to record an actual image? That's what I've just told you. They took that that pictogram, and then what they did was they went, "Well, I'm going to put that shit onto paper now." So how do we do that? Well, you can burn it. You can use paper to burn images. So they See, take a hot item and burn it. How did you get it. to that point to be able to, to even get to that's that? What, that? That's the intermean. That's trial that, and error. That's that, that's that intermeaning that, that, that in the middle. Yeah, but trial and error. But we, we, can, we can literally go back in time and say, this is how this happened because of this. The advent and show, of fire. I remember that. The, 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 not the advent, but the, um, the discovery of fire is like the biggest thing that ever happened besides the, the creation of the wheel. But how did they go from picking up rocks and smashing things with rocks to melting fucking swords and making iron and brass out of that stuff? In like a, how do you, a how did they, quick span of time. How did they come up with mining ore? I think it, it was um, possibly a mistake that got discovered by something that was really like, like I, I like. You were near a volcano, right? Yeah. And you see how things are melting. So then that taught this, and these people learned, and they passed it on. Yeah. They, okay. Or, well, they can see that in melted or like rock with or whatever. Tobacco. How did how did you anyone know that you could smoke tobacco and get fucking nicotine high from it? And um, and that's actually what I fire, say. Obviously. Or yeah, I mean, and that's what that's yeah. what I always ask when it comes to like you know how did we figure out? And I think we've talked about this before. Is like how did we figure out that that's you know as I'm walking a nature trail, like how did we figure out that this was good for yeah berries. Like, like well, lacerations, like you know, oh, I'm, 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 I'm hurt. I have a an well, arrow somebody wound. rubbed up against it. I have an arrow yeah. wound, and so we should grind this. But this part of it's poisonous. But this part is good. So it's like, I don't know, dude. Let's grind that up and stick it on it and well, see what happens. Well, like, oh, Billy, she died. Billy ate that one, and he died. That's the that's the trial <laughs> right. and error shit. Where you're like, okay, well, that guy died from this, and it was bubbling. But I noticed that when. The other part was used on him. It started to heal his wound. Although the other one killed him. We can use this part. Voila. I know. But how Medicine. many people had to die for that? 50 million. <laughs> a fucking lot. A lot Plastic of people. Plastic was a, oh, accidentally yeah. invented during uh, research for things that had to do with World War II. Mm -hmm. And the microwave was realized when a guy working near a microwave, something or other, walked into the room and his candy bar belted in his pocket. Yeah. And they were like, maybe we could cook meth. I mean, food with this. Same difference. Yes. Yeah. Same it's thing. Like, uh, He's like, you know what this would be good for? Leftover uh, pizza. were originally something else. They were used for like war. Well, Listerine right? was not supposed to be used for your mouth. It was for your feet or some shit like that. Oh. Yeah. It was, it was supposed to be, I mean, it was supposed to be a refreshing. disinfectant. Yeah. So you put your feet or, you know, whatever else. And then somebody went, oh, well, that's not working. Let's rebrand this. And let everybody drink it. Right. Huzzah. So, but those are small steps. I'm talking about like the gigantic fucking leap in technology where they went, I can take that rock and I can I can bore a hole into it somehow and I can extract the mineral that's in this rock and I can make I can make something to stab you with. Yeah. So I'm I'm what I'm trying to do is I'm so pissed off at you. That I'm trying to find a new way to kill you. Like they're legitimately because this rock isn't working. Obviously, throwing, I'm just bludgeoning you and you're just walking away. From they're me. legitimately yeah. throwing their own shit into the streets still. Yeah, but they can make suits of armor. Yeah, dude, I still say to this day we're cavemen with smartphones. 
That's exactly what we are. We're just a bunch of fucking Neanderthal lizard brains running around with our dicks hanging out and fucking showing everybody via a picture. I'd still throw my poop in the street. You take Throwing away poop. you take away a law and and conformity, and you'll see how many people start throwing poop in the street start fucking oh wait i'm sorry san francisco and that's and that's why i do buy into like i I wanted to play devil's advocate with the whole ufo and anti-ufo thing but i can't because that's why i buy into there had there has to be a higher there has we have to be seated we have to have someone put us here with the intention of harvesting this planet of all of its natural resources is there a validity to our self-importance no there's a validity to the human race, but not our self-importance. Uh, our self-importance as a human species. Uh, we're here to harvest this planet and move on. That's what I believe. But why? But for but we're use, we're utilizing it ourselves. So what are we harvesting? We're not harvesting it, sending it anywhere else. That, well, okay, that I know of. Because we haven't that hit, I know of. No, no, we no. might be. Have you ever played? Um, uh, uh, not the Sims, but it's the Sims. It's uh, there, there's there's a bunch of these these simulator games, okay? Yeah. And one of them has these technology shifts. They're paradigm technology shifts where you create fire, and then now all of a sudden you're fucking rocketing to the moon, right? Okay. And then the next step up is from the moon to space exploration, and they have different levels, and they're actually using these numbers, these the the uh, galactic. We're, we're, you know, a galactic civilization or, you know, we're spacefaring civilization, whatever level we're at right now. And the top level is like level 20, mm-hmm. right? We're, we're all encompassing. We've taken over the galaxy and we're somewhere like three or four. We're, a, we're a level four or level five. I'm sorry. Technical civilization. We have space travel, but we can't colonize. And the next paradigm shift is to be able to colonize. And we're working on that with Mars, but Mars is not going to work because that planet is fucking garbage and it's too close to the sun. So as as a technology technological society, we are nowhere in this universe. We're 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 at shit zero. Mm-hmm. And as far as us as to answer your question to be seated here our job is to take the society and turn it into whatever technological level to make it galactic mm-hmm. we're not even close it's going to take another hundred thousand years to get to that point maybe you know yeah you know, we're well of course of i'll be dead nuclear I, don't even, I don't even want to go another 20 years so i'm good what are you rolling your eyes at me for Hey, uh, let's talk about capable. 65's good. Are, is it capable with the Hadron Collider, if they wanted to, to I'm make a, a black hole big enough to destroy this planet? No. Well, they, can only, they, they can only use the Hadron Collider to make microscopic black holes. I think it's part of the, the technology that they're at, because it's just not feasible. Yeah. And if they did, we'd all die. Well, I know. So I, why I, the I, fuck I, would they I, do I'm that? Asking, I'm not asking if they would. I said if they could. No, they they can make miniature. They can make miniature invisible black holes. Mm-hmm. So on a molecular level. Yeah. But other I than that, I made a miniature black hole. Yeah, my butthole. Sweet. It's my ass. But, but yeah, in order for us, and I and I think that's where we're supposed to be going is <laughs> start from the starfish nebula. We we yeah. <laughs> We have to we have to become a galactic civilization, a level twenty tech, whatever it is, and, and that's that's our purpose. Our purpose is to harvest this planet and turn it into a huge fucking microplastic ball, you know, coruscant, you know, from Star Wars, or it's just all Delicious. technology all over the planet, all over the planet, oh, like a Borg planet. Yeah, like a Borg planet. 
and, and then we move, move on. on to the next planet. There's We're there's locusts. a We're just planet. Form a locust. There's a planet out there that we found that has an alien megastructure on it next to it, mm-hmm. and they don't know what the fuck that megastructure is because it fits no known recorded planetary or celestial object design. It looks like a giant space station. Once we get there, we'll find Jodie Foster's father. <gasps> That's and they think it's some oh, it's an alien megastructure. It may be abandoned. But there's a gigantic mega alien superstructure out on one of these planets that's just hovering around this planet. They have no fucking clue what it is. It's just it's just chilling. there and it's blocking fucking. It's it's like when when you're watching a movie and some stupid ass with a big hat comes in and is blocking the fucking screen. Is it like it's when like you that. when you drive on the highway and all of a sudden there's a bed frame and you're like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, or there's a truck in front of you and you can't see around it, but he's going like 20 miles or an hour. Or when you're about to hit something and you can't swerve out of the way because it'll just, you know you wreck your car, so you just have to go over it. Yeah. I hate that shit. Wait, is that an our galaxy? Uh, no, it's not an our galaxy. No. Then it's so old that it probably doesn't even exist anymore. Uh, yes. So we don't we don't know. Maybe. Well, if this if this universe supposedly has been here for fourteen billion years, how many civilizations have lived and died in that time? Forty. So, um, and how and it, KIC eight four six two eight five two or Boyajian Star okay. is the one that had to make a superstructure in front of it, That's and they say that it's about. been cracked, but fucking no. We know there's a star out there and there's something in the way. Erratic, twinkling dust. Get the fuck out of here. Delicious. Mystery blips. Yeah. I'm not, You're a mystery blip. I'm not, no. No National in Geographic. In my giant black hole. You can kiss my ass. Anyways, called Tabby Star. It's an F-type main sequence star in the constellation of Cygnus, mm. 1,470 light years away. Mm. Or <laughs> roughly <coughs> eight... Nine trillion miles. Oh, that's it? That's it. That's just a road trip. Not more than nine trillion. It's nine hundred. Fourteen million miles. I already said. I know, right? It's six trillion miles. Six times fourteen hundred. The speed of light is like two hundred and something thousand miles per second. Six million miles an hour. Six million miles. That's how far I had to walk to school. Imagine in a light year how many miles that is. That's insane. What's the speed of candlelight? Speed of light. Oh, fuck. It's just like saying, what, how much does a ton of feathers weigh? I was weigh? just going to say, that's what, what I was thinking. Or like, a ton of feathers more? or a ton of bricks? Never mind. There we go. Well, you try to fool me, huh? You try to fool me? Well, because a light year is like, what, six regular years? Is that what you're trying to say? It's like no, a dog year? it's traveling at the speed of light for a year, so. How much is the speed of light in miles per hour? Oh, it's 1.49116E to the negative nine. <laughs> Thanks, math. Okay, dick. Turns me into a mouth breather. One hundred eighty-six thousand miles per second. Yeah. Hmm. So we have to find a so do times a craft that and then do times takes a strain to ridiculous Why? speed. Why? Then you find out how far in a year it would be. One light year. How far? That's fourteen hundred and seventy light years away. Yeah. So find out what one light year would be. How, so how, how even if we even if we had a a craft that. Flew at the That's speed of light. That's how many light years away it is. One, two, three, four, five, six, twenty-seven billion light years. So even if we had a craft that like flew <laughs> at the speed of light or more, like we still couldn't reach there. It would take it would take fifteen hundred years to get there. Yep. And then fifteen hundred to get back. 
Yeah. And so when when you have people arguing about like warp speed or hyperspace or whatever, mm-hmm. technically those don't exist inside space. They're outside of space. It's like cutting and, through. It's like cheating. Yeah, they're, they're fucking making a shortcut. Yeah. So if they're going from point A to point B and it's this long, but I use this if I if I go up a degree, you know, in the way in the spectrum of wave light or sound or whatever, well, it would be light. But you know, what I'm saying in that spectrum of light, you know, if I go up to this one or down to this one, it's going to cut my travel by a tenth, a hundredth, a millionth, just like an event horizon. Yeah, yeah. You know, or or wormhole or portal, same difference. Mm. So I can get you there in days instead of fourteen hundred light years instead of fifteen hundred years. Yeah. So. But yeah, I, I I honestly believe that we're seated on this planet to harvest its fucking resources and get the fuck out. So how did they get here? It didn't take them fifteen hundred years. But there said, but the galaxy is so old that there's no way that a civilization couldn't have advanced in four billion years, or sixteen billion, or twenty three, or hundred billion years, or however many billions of years. This, at least this galaxy has been around. Mm-hmm. So, and, and there could have been another galaxy that collided with ours. That's rumor is, is that that's how the Big Bang happened is our galaxy collided with another galaxy and created the Milky Way or mm-hmm. our universe or whatever. So there, what if there were survivors of that other galaxy and they just said, fuck this, let's start seeding and going from there and Maybe. seed as many planets as we can. The seed. Yeah. And then harvest all this shit and then mothership will come home. Put your seed in my black hole. There you go. My miniature invisible black hole. Yay. I know I'm mad. Okay, I'm tired. <laughs> I am too. I can't find Out of all the things that could destroy this, this planet heroin that are man really hard to stay, stay awake to it. <laughs> what's the most likely to happen? Getting the nods is the worst on this thing. I'm You're just telling like, you, maybe not heroin next time. Um, virus? No. No, that won't kill the planet. Nuclear? It'll kill the people. Oh, yeah. If you want to kill the planet. Um, Nuclear winner? Uh, no, that will kill the planet because the planet will recover. I mean, if you're looking to destroy the planet, it's... The um, planet has a life of its own and it's going to keep going through cycles. Uh, destroying the uh, core. Mm. So in order to do that, you would have to fucking shoot a nuke into the core. Well, something like mm. a nuke. Something bad. I mean, like if you shoot a nuke into the core, it probably just melt. Yeah. And it would just absorb. But if you shot like... If you shot something near the core where it could stick in there and explode and then blow out the... And pop the crust... Yeah, that, that's a whole different story. Or the crust, about the crust, or baby, shoot a big laser at it, crack, just like Alderaan. <laughs> crack, boom, oh, crack. Yeah, make it crack. I was doing the pop the crust. Gigantic dance. Death Star just float on by and <laughs> have a gigantic Death Star do a drive by on the Earth. Just keep moving on. <laughs> yeah, just one yeah. laser. Fuck your planet. Have a nice day. Unless you yeah. want to do the pop your crust dance. Pop your crust. Pop Hail stand. Hail stand. All right, guys. We've right. been on this for. Been on that for weeks long. So it was a really oh, long, so tired today discussion. Yeah, Clay's fading. Heather's fading. I'm fading. Joe's, Joe's faded. Joe is faded. I just fell asleep at one point. Say goodnight, Gracie. Goodnight, Gracie. Good night, Gracie. Good night, Gracie.